Welcome to the Massivize Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today, we'll talk about successful funding raises from Presidio Medical and Augmetics, positive study data from Cernova, Teleflex's new Class 1 recall, and Boston Scientific's new board appointees. How are you doing today, Sean? What do you think about the news that we have today? I'm doing well today, and I'm I'm pretty positive about the news today. I think the funding that we've seen come across some med tech companies is a promising sign, especially in pretty tough economic conditions. So some good news, obviously the recall less so, but you know we'll we'll touch on all of it and try and walk, walk through it, I guess. Yeah. So what's the first thing that we should know to start our day? The first thing is that Cernova reported positive interim data for its cell pouch system. So some more positive data out of the American Diabetes Association scientific sessions. And this is an interesting implant that continues to progress. And what is that cell pouch system? Well, it's an implantable and scalable medical device that forms a natural environment in the body for long-term survival and function of therapeutic cells. In this case, the company was presenting data on insulin islets. Those cells release necessary proteins or factors missing from the body to treat chronic diseases, including insulin-dependent diabetes. Interesting. And what were some of the key points from that study? Today, five patients in the first six-person cohort of people with completed implantation had islet transplant to cell pouch and supplemental portal vein islet infusion continued to experience insulin independence for periods ranging from as long as six months to more than three years. So that's pretty impressive that, you know, without insulin for up to three years. The sixth patient only recently completed the protocol to find islet transplants, so they await assessment of their graft function. Additionally, there's a second cohort with the company's 10-channel cell pouch, which has more than 50% greater transplant capacity compared to the previous 8-channel system. Five of the seven patients meeting eligibility criteria enrolled in that second cohort and received their higher capacity implant. Three have received a first islet transplant to their implanted cell pouches, and the first evaluable patient in that cohort demonstrated persistent fasting and stimulated serum C-peptide levels. So positive data in two different cohorts with two different types of cell pouch. Pretty, pretty good stuff from Sonova. And what are executives saying? Well, Dr. Philip Talikas, the president and CEO of Sonova, said the company's pleased to see the positive data, especially for the 10-channel cell pouch configuration as the company pursues a functional cure for patients with type 1 diabetes. The additional data continues to confirm the company's understanding and provide verification of the estimates of violet dose thresholds and density required for optimal efficiency in this patient population. Let's get into some of those funding rounds that we mentioned. Yeah, so the first of the two today looks like a very interesting bit of neuromodulation tech as Presidio Medical raised $72 million for its ultra-low frequency implant. And what is this technology? There's not much available in terms of a description, but we do know it's a spinal cord stimulation system that delivers ultra-low frequency or ULF neuromodulation. Presidio develops the technology to treat diseases of undesired neural activity with a first indication in the treatment of chronic pain. So the company designed it to inhibit chronic pain activity with significant advances in hardware, computing, and material sciences, it said. And what will the proceeds be used for? Presidio plans to use the proceeds to expand its team and scale manufacturing, while also supporting long-term pivotal clinical studies of the ULF spinal cord stimulation system. Now, the successful fundraising of this $72 million reflects growing interest and investment in neuromodulation technologies, and this seems like something executives could be really excited about. Definitely. Michael Anushek, the chair and CEO, said that the 
company is excited to partner with investors who see the potential to, quote, write the next major chapter in neuromodulation history by unlocking new indications and improving outcomes in existing segments. He said that the round of funding continues to see Presidio on its journey of bringing the innovative solution to market by partnering with leading clinical investigators to conduct large, long-term clinical studies that demonstrate the durability and potency of ULF neuromodulation. What's the other funding news that we have? Augmetics closed its 82.5 million Series D while also marking the 4,000th U.S. patient treated with its X-Vision system. So another funding round coming alongside a major milestone for the Augmetics augmented reality system. So how does that X-Vision spine system work? It uses augmented reality to give surgeons, quote, X-ray vision during surgery. The system superimposes critical data onto the surgical field, allowing surgeons to visualize patient anatomy through the skin and tissue. It became the first FDA-approved augmented reality navigation system for surgery in December of 2019. Surgeons can not only visualize anatomy with the platform, but accurately navigate instruments and implants during spine surgery. Interesting. Sounds like treating this many patients with that technology underscores the growing adoption and impact of augmented reality in surgical procedures. Can you tell us a little more about the funding round? Sure. So CPMG led the financing with Avidity Health Capital added as a syndicate partner. The company also received participation from existing investors, HIG Capital, Revival Healthcare Capital, Almeida Ventures, and more. The company said it plans to use those funds to support its rapidly expanding U.S. commercial footprint and also plans to use it to deliver next-generation platform advancements to enable mass-scale adoption of the X-Vision system. And why was this round of capital significant for the company? The CEO, Kevin Hikes, mentioned that to close an $82.5 million round in the current fundraising environment is a testament to the dramatic impact Augmetics is making on the field of spine surgery. He also said to our colleague Tom Salemi uh, in an interview that will be on this week's episode of Device Talks on Friday that he thinks it's a signal of the opportunity that the company represents in the market to impact the way surgery is performed and the patient outcomes that the company can affect. He called it an important validation of our early commercial efforts and the technical platform that we built. Additionally, Augmetics Chair Rick Anderson said the financing signifies the utmost confidence in the X-Vision technology as well. All right, let's move into some not-so-positive news. Right. Teleflex recalled its aero catheter system and its class one, the most serious kind. So yeah, amid the good news, we have bad news with a serious recall. And what is the issue in that recall? So Teleflex received reports of catheter separation or leakage. If the catheter separates while in a blood vessel, the catheter fragments could be left in the bloodstream and may migrate to other places in the body, potentially causing a person to experience a blockage of blood vessels, inadequate blood flow, injury to the blood vessel walls, blood clots, blockage of the lung arteries, heart attack, or death. And obviously, class one recalls indicate the highest level of risk, warranting immediate attention to mitigate potential harm to patients. How many devices are affected in this recall? The recall involved 262,016 devices that were distributed between October 26, 2018 and May 10th, 2023. And how many complaints have there been so far? Teleflex and its Aero subsidiary reported 83 complaints related to the issue and reports of 18 injuries, but no deaths to date. And what's the last bit of news that we have for today? Boston Scientific appointed Jessica Mega and Susan Morano to its board. We had a big board appointment yesterday at Medtronic and now a duo of appointments at another major medtech company. So who is Jessica Mega? Mega co-founded Verily Life Sciences, the Google and Alphabet subsidiary focused on life sciences and healthcare, serving as chief medical and scientific officer from 2015 to January of this year. Before that, she was a cardiologist at Brigham and Women's Hospital from 2008 to 2015. 
and also held roles as a faculty member at Harvard Medical School and with the TIMI study group. She's also currently a director on the board at Danaher. And who is Susan Morano? Morano was VP of Business Development and Strategic Operations at Johnson & Johnson MedTech from 2020 to February of this year. Before that, she was VP of Business Development of J&J Medical Devices and held other roles at J&J, including positions within six operating companies, primarily in finance and business development functions. So Boston Scientific is bringing valuable expertise and diverse perspectives to the company's leadership, especially with both of their backgrounds. It sounds very extensive. What did CEO Mike Mahoney have to say about these appointments? Mahoney said the company is pleased to expand the board of directors with what he called two highly qualified executives from different sectors of the healthcare industry. He said that Jessica and Susan are accomplished leaders, passionate about advancing patient care and experience in bringing innovative technologies to market. And the company looks forward to their contributions as board members as Boston Scientific continues to grow and meet stakeholder commitments. That's all the news that we have for today. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast and giving us all of your insights and covering all the news today online. My pleasure. And uh, as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, and the same name on LinkedIn. Where can our listeners find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.